Thank you for tuning into the Pictures of Lily podcast. I'm your host, Lily Moayeri. I've been a music journalist since 1992, and I interview a lot of music-related people. This podcast is about my experience behind the story, my experience doing the interviews, just to give you a snapshot of what it's like on the other side of the digital recorder. Pictures of Lily. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into the Pictures of Lily podcast. This is episode 29, the first episode of 2021, the first episode of our second year of podcasting. It's a momentous episode. Thank you for all your support throughout last year. It is very much appreciated. You can find us on every platform by going to picturesoflily.com where you can subscribe or follow us and also connect to us on SoundCloud, YouTube, Pandora, and Amazon. Although it's really best to listen to the podcast straight from the source at picturesoflily.com. In this episode, I'm going to talk about my experience interviewing Niall Marr, son of Johnny with the same last name, whom I spoke to in June of last year for Mix Magazine. Here are a few snapshots of my experience interviewing Niall Marr. Just to put him in context, Niall is the son of Johnny Marr, most famously of the Smiths, and an accomplished musician in his own right. I first saw Niall at Coachella when Johnny was playing with his band The Healers in 2003. Niall had just turned 11 years old. What I remember most about him then is how sweet he was with his younger sister, Sunny. They were watching the show in the Mojave tent, and he was constantly making sure she was protected and that she could see the stage. It left a very positive impression on me. Niall is 28 now and has been a professional musician for quite a few years, including as part of a trio called Man Made, but he's been at it solo for a while. I started following him on Twitter around the Man Made time, but less for his musical activities and more for his sense of humor. That continued when he shifted his social media presence primarily onto Instagram. Once the pandemic was well underway, my editor at Mix Magazine was talking to me about doing a story on the musician's perspective on performing on the internet. He wanted to include three musicians at three different levels in their career, and I pushed for Niall as an up-and-comer. Every artist I spoke to was amazing, and that article ended up being one of my favorite ones of last year, and Niall was a big part of that. As far as similarities to Johnny, Niall has Johnny's super long-winded, tangential way of answering questions with such extensive background, context, and detail that you're not really sure what they're responding to anymore, but you're very caught up in everything they're saying because they're so intelligent and they've thought about every single thing so thoroughly that it's like they knew what you were going to ask and they prepared for it. It's very engaging. We talked about many more things than what ended up in the article. 
Niall's day job is playing in Hans Zimmer's touring orchestra. There is a striking image of Hans and Niall playing guitar together at Coachella. This is what Niall told me about that experience. Here's where being an indie musician of my age really helps. We had all these amazing classical musicians, people who don't tour in a van and who don't play festivals. We've had a long day of rehearsals. It takes 16 minutes to do one song. So rehearsal is a lot. We're all tired. Everyone was nervous. There was a lot at stake. Hans is talking with the musical director, someone who he's worked with for over 40 years, and they're working out the set. I'm listening to them and thinking, you're gonna have to say something. And I've only known these people two weeks. And I'm the youngest one by a country mile. I couldn't just sit back. I said, I think you're wrong, and here's why, and this is what the set list should be for Coachella. I had to explain to them it's an audience of people my age, what they want to hear, about walk-up time. That's where existing in both worlds really came in handy. I opened the festival set. We start with the front bit of Inception. I set the tone. The music in the new Lion King changed because of my performance at Coachella. I changed the groove of the Lion King on tour because that's how a band would play it. That's what we then took to the new version. It was very fun for me to hear this from Niall as 14 years before this, I was running through the field with Johnny while he was pulling Niall and Sonny. Is the Niall also works with hands-on film soundtracks, including the recent Hillbilly Elegy. I was telling him that he had the dream set up where he gets paid to do music for high-profile films and gets paid to go on tour with hands so he can focus on his artistic vision with his own music. This is what he told me. Learning how to play with hands was the first time I realized I might be alright at guitar. I know it sounds silly, but I knew I could play the guitar the way I play in these weird tunings. Those are my rules, and I'm good at my rules. No one can play like that because I'm the only one with the rules. That's how I play guitar. Learning to play guitar for someone else complicated music for me. For someone who can't read music, and most of the music didn't have guitar parts, I'm expected to write guitar parts for all this music. It took work. It took practice. It took a month of shitting myself. I'm going to walk in a room with all these musicians I've never met, and I'm the youngest. They can all communicate in this language, but I can't. That's the biggest one. If something needs doing, or they say, we're going to do this song, here's all the sheet music. They can all talk to each other in that way, and I've got to work it out by ear. I better be able to do it. After knowing I could do that, I knew I'm all right at guitar. As hard as Niall works, I feel he's worked even harder during the pandemic. Besides working on the soundtrack to Hillbilly Elegy, he released the Still Hearts EP and his album Are You Happy Now, and did a lot of work to promote those, including virtual performances, which although they may not look like it, require a lot of work to prep and get into the right mindset and actually perform. He's working on his next album, which I think might actually be the next next album, and all of this from his house in Manchester.
And that's my snapshot of my experience interviewing Niall Marr, whom I spoke to for two solid hours, and we didn't mention Johnny once the whole time. You can read the whole article, which also includes my interviews with Tori Kelly and Donna Missile, on Mix Magazine's site at mixonline.com, and it is linked on picturesoflily.com. And keep track of what's going on with Niall via his Instagram. It's highly entertaining. All his music is up on DSPs, and some of it will be included in our playlist for the podcast on Spotify and YouTube. Next episode, I'll be keeping it in the Marr family and talking about my multiple experiences interviewing Johnny Marr over the last 20 plus years. From myself and my co-producer, director, editor, Lawrence Schroeder, thanks for listening. And if you have a chance to subscribe or follow the podcast on any of the podcast platforms, please do so. And please rate and review. You can connect to us on picturesoflily.com, and from there, you can choose your preferred podcast platform, or SoundCloud, or YouTube, or Pandora, or Amazon. You can also find the playlist for the podcast episodes on Spotify and YouTube. Thanks for listening. Pictures of Lily.